The coronavirus is creating chaos around the globe, which could destabilize the U.S. economy in the months to come. That is a devastating risk if you are heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by investing in gold and precious metals. Noble Gold can help you protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Whether you're a new collector of rare coins or a seasoned investor looking to diversify your portfolio, Noble Gold can help. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to learn more. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Let's get a big thumbs up. Get ready to rock and roll today. Let's have some fun. 400 laps. I got you guys there. Have a great day. Tim Ford. Tonight. We'll make it happen. We know what we got to do. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Here's Eric Almarola, who nearly won the Daytona 500. He leads the way coming down to the line, and he will win today in Talladega. Welcome to the next round, my friend. Yes! you. I look forward to all the rest of these racetracks. I feel like they kind of suit well for me and, and, and my race team. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. From the Motor Racing Network studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NASCAR Live right here on the Motor Racing Network. Mike Bagley and the MRN crew with you after a very unique weekend at Talladega Super Speedway, the 1000Bulbs.com 500. Got lots for you on today's show. We're going face-to-face with Hendrick Motorsports driver Alex Bowman. Going to talk about the season and also his thoughts on Kansas this weekend. He is in a must-win situation to advance to the round of eight. Because a reminder, this is an elimination race coming up this weekend with the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. Also, from Hendrick Motorsports, William Byron will talk with us on the news of Chad Canales becoming his new crew chief in 2019. Kyle Busch's crew chief Adam Stevens is going to stop by and Tell us the secrets, although I'm sure not all of them, about going fast to Kansas. Earlier this month, NASCAR announced that starting next year, there will be a brand new aerodynamic package for the Cup Series. We'll hear what the drivers think about that and more. We've got a new podcast series called The Many Hats of Jack Roush. We'll preview that on this week's show. And we've got This Week in NASCAR History, a preview of Kansas this weekend, and a whole lot more. But first, to get us started... We bring in the host of NASCAR Today Midday, Kyle Ricky, with the latest in NASCAR news. Kyle? Mike, just one race remains in the round of 12 of the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs, and two drivers are locked into the next three-race round of eight. Dover winner Chase Elliott and last week's Talladega winner Eric Almarola, who said he believes that he and his team at Stuart Haas Racing could be the sleepers in this year's championship run which heads to Kansas next week. Another one of Almarola's favorite racetracks. Yeah, I, I honestly think we are somewhat of a dangerous team just because we've been flying under the radar all year long. Joining Almarola and Elliott in the current top eight include Kevin Harvick, Kyle Busch, Joey Logano, Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, and Martin Truex Jr. The four drivers that need great days this Sunday in Kansas to have a shot at cracking the top eight include Brad Keselowski, Ryan Blaney, Kyle Larson, and Alex Bowman, who are currently 9th to 12th in the series standings. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series will be joined by the Xfinity Series in Kansas. See all the details, including MRN broadcast times, now at our website, MRN.com. Mike? Thank you, Kyle. This past weekend, it was race number two in the round of 12 at Talladega Super Speedway. Here are some of the highlights with this week's NASCAR Live Backtracks. 
and it is time to lock and load the field now already off turn number four headed back through the tri-oval and up front it is all fours kurt bush clint boyer row one appreciate all the hard work guys car looks good up front everybody just kind of stick to the same plan here nice and smooth ears out let's do it getting set to run 500 miles 188 laps here's the field coming to the line green is in the air we're underway here's a car spinning jimmy johnson right in the middle of the trioval the car breaks loose he may have gotten some assistance but the caution flag is out jimmy slams the wall just past the start finish line uh, hit the left front real hard we'll get a look at it did it do suspension damage do you think jimmy yes without a doubt Wheeler over here to the to box. We'll get a look at it. Caution flag at the start finish line. Kyle Larson has spun his Chevrolet. Yellow, 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 yellow. My car's destroyed. I didn't hit, but every tire blue. Simple, just take your time on the flat. You have to have a sawzall here. Right front's destroyed. All the fender's still there. You guys might be able to bend it back and patch it. At least to make it work for the rest of it. It continues to be a very bizarre race today here at Talladega Super Speedway. We've been talking about problems from Martin Truex Jr. most of the day, currently running in 22nd. Here's what we just heard him say. Yeah, something's some moving around in one of the rear axles. Uh, rear end in the locker, skipping, or something wacky is going on back there. Yeah, time for it. I mean, all we can really do is when we stop, we'll visually check the hubs to make sure they're tight. But, I mean, if it's something internal like that, I don't know what we're going to do. Yeah, copy. That's what we need to check. You check, make sure the hubs are tight, make sure the damn track bar is tight, all that. Yep, that's four. All right, we are getting ready to go back under the Geico restart. But, Winston Kelly, we are hearing right now that the guy that is running up front, Kurt Busch, may be running out of fuel. All right, we just had a flash of fuel pressure. I get the switch on. 10-4. That fixed it. Did it about a quarter mile ago. 10-4, just one flash. Uh, it was down at a level of red for a steady time. We're at the uh, middle of three and four. Yeah, I don't think it's going to make it. We've already got red, and we got to run a caution lap at two green. It was all the way off. I was down to 12 pounds on the banking. All right, 10 four. Leave it up. White flag is in the air here at Talladega. Can they, will they make it all the way back around? Kurt Busch at the front of the field. He's got his teammate, El Marola, right behind him. You're good on the 10. Block if you need to, he's quarterback, second lane, quarterback, coming to the white. Oh, coming in turn one, we got two cars hard into the wall. Kyle Busch is in it. Chase Elliott is in it. And there's a big wreck behind you, big wreck behind you. He's running, Rain. Keep running, keep running. Keep running, dig it. Here comes Eric Almarola mounting a charge around the outside. He's got a little bit of help. Kurt Busch doesn't have any help. Eric Almarola will lead the field back to the strike. Kurt Busch out of fuel. Pairs moving up, moving up. We're out of gas here. We're slowing. Good Here's Eric Almarola, who nearly won the Daytona 500. He leads the way coming down to the line, and he will win today in Talladega. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yes! Yes, I freaking love you guys! Great job, bud. Great job. Great job. Get it! Welcome to the next round, my friend. Yes! Thank you. Oh, thank you, God. That's our NASCAR Live Backtracks from the 1000Bulbs.com 500 at Talladega. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we've got our AutoZone Driver of the Week, Tyler Reddick, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 
At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, I got the brush off again. I don't get it. Is there something wrong with the way I wave? Elbow wrist, elbow wrist. Why won't that little basset hound acknowledge me? I'm friendly. I give everyone peace of mind when I protect their homes through Progressive. He should be jumping for joy when I walk by. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home and auto through Progressive. Maybe it's me. No, it's him. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. NASCAR Xfinity Series playoff contender Tyler Reddick is next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This weekend, the NASCAR Xfinity Series will be back in action for the Kansas Lottery 300 at Kansas Speedway. It's the beginning of the round of eight in that series, and one of the contenders is Tyler Reddick. Our Steve Post had a chance to catch up with Tyler earlier today. This weekend, it's the Kansas Lottery 300. Of course, listeners can catch us at 2 p.m. Eastern time on the Motor Racing Network. Uh, looking at the results uh, last year at Kansas, you were pretty stout there, a second-place run. Um, what does that mean, though, as you go back this year? <laughs> well, you know, um, running the high side and, and mile and a half um, for me has been have worked really well. Um, and, you know, I ran running a Chevrolet in the Xfinity Series seems to work really good for me on these mountain racetracks. And, you know, whether that was just my thought, you know, uh, you know, I thought at first it was just, you know, I was good in Ganassi a race car on the mile and a half racetracks. And as soon as we got in the mile and a half with junior motorsports, we, we had that same speed. So um, I myself have a lot of confidence. I know my crew chief and my guys have a lot of confidence when you go to mile and a half. And on top of that, when it's a track where you move around and got to move up and run against the fence, um, you know that that falls right in the wheelhouse of in my biggest comfort zone. So um, it's going to be a little bit chillier there than last year. So I don't think you'll see it uh, be as quite as top dominant, dominant as you saw last year for us in the Xfinity Series. But I expect you definitely will be moving around that racetrack because uh, it's you know it's five six years old now and um, the tires don't wear out a whole lot. But it just seems you know with these Xfinity cars, you can just keep the momentum built up so much better around the fence. Yeah, it is. It, it it really does. Final question for you here, Tyler. Uh, what a year for Junior Motorsports, and 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 you started it off, and we talked about that win at Daytona. When you're when you're in a situation like that, particularly that seven car, Justin Allgaier winning races, um, are you one of those guys that that's just totally encouraging, or is there any degree of frustration that you know that there's only one? There, everyone here's running pretty good, but there's one team that just seems to find the way to victory lane. What is that as a as a team driver up there? Uh, it's frustrating yeah. um, because we have all the same tools that, that they have. Um, Justin and his guys have just done an outstanding job. They've executed perfectly on those races that they've won. Um, I don't know if we've had seven races that we could have won or, or six or even half of the races he's won, but um, we've definitely let good good opportunities for ourselves slip away from us. Um, and most of them have been you know, before the race even gets started, we have something go wrong in the first 40 laps or, you know, Chicago land when I took myself out of the race after running up front there or Talladega last lap pass, make the wrong block, you know, make the wrong move and, and not winning the race. There's, there's many things you can go back and look at, but 
Um, you can very quickly get frustrated doing that. So um, we're just looking ahead to Kansas. I know last year it was a race where kind of same thing. Felt like he maybe had a shot at winning that race, just couldn't get around Christopher Bell for the longest time um, on that last run. But he took off and was really fast. So we know he's going to be very challenging when we get there. But um, I think we got a really good shot at winning this race this weekend. Um, and we just got to be smart. We got to do what we've been doing in the first round of the playoffs. We just got to be smart, race smart, but can't be afraid to get aggressive at the end of it. Can you even imagine what it'd be like to win this one and know you're locked into Homestead? Do you even dare dream or think about that? Oh, it's been my dream all year long. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, I quite honestly, you know, my I thought our biggest challenge this year was going to be getting through the first round of the playoffs. Nice. Um, I have just that much confidence in my team and my guys that if we get to Kansas with, uh, you know, in the, in the in the playoffs still, that we have a really good shot at capitalizing there um, and winning that race. Not going to be easy. Not going to be a cakewalk, but got the utmost confidence in my guys. Um, and if anything else, we have a very slow day at Kansas. We were really, really good at Texas, too. So we can have two really good races there, I feel like. And going to Phoenix, another place, Junior Motorsports is outstanding. Um, and we should be in really good shape. I'm uh, really looking forward to what, what we got under the hood in the, in the Chevrolet this weekend at, at Kansas. Yeah, yeah, that sounds encouraging. That's great to hear. Tyler, we appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you very much. That's Junior Motorsports driver Tyler Reddick as he spoke with the postman earlier today. Coming up on NASCAR Live, Hendrick Motorsports driver William Byron will join us to talk about his new crew chief for 2019. And later, we'll hear from Adam Stevens. Grunt style. The American fighting spirit is in everything we make. We are 500 Patriots and veterans strong, bringing clothing manufacturing back to the United States of America. Always moving forward, never retreating, never giving up. We are Grunt Style, and this we'll defend. Get yours at GruntStyle.com. Hey, NASCAR fans, have you ever wanted a chance to meet your favorite driver or go behind the scenes at your favorite racetrack? Now's your chance by bidding on auctions that support the NASCAR Foundation and our mission to help kids live happier, healthier lives. Our auction site is VIP experiences, race used and autographed NASCAR memorabilia, and much more. Visit nascarfoundation.org slash auctions today and bid on experiences and items posted weekly. That's nascarfoundation.org slash auctions. William Byron is coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We appreciate you joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Last week, it was announced that Jimmy Johnson and Chad Knauss were splitting up after 17 seasons and seven championships together. Chad's going to be moving over to the number 24 car driven by William Byron. Woody Kane had a chance to catch up with William and talk about the big change. William Byron, you've won in everything you've been in, whether it's a video game or the truck series or the Xfinity series. Now you're at the cup level, and you're about to start working with one of the all-time great crew chiefs. Does that kind of make you pinch yourself a little bit and go, wow? Yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. I mean, to get an opportunity to work with Chad Knauss is a great chance for me and a chance to grow and learn I feel like it's a big blessing so I'm looking forward to that next year uh, we obviously have some great things to accomplish this year and uh, and we look forward to that as well Jimmy Johnson said earlier that you were a lot like him when he was about your age in that mm -hmm. he 
worked well in an environment where he's being coached and he liked that and he thinks you enjoy that as well is that something that's true a and b that you're looking forward to from a guy like chad yeah i think so i think you have to be open-minded when it comes to racing there's a lot of things that change conditions um lap time you know and basically every variable you can imagine so i look forward to being coached and kind of understood a little bit better and i feel like chad and i will have that relationship to go back and forth and and have a healthy uh relationship to compete for wins you work with a, another veteran darian grubb this season and boy he has been there done that and seen a huge amount of things in the sport mm-hmm. what's what's going to be the takeaway from working with darian that you'll carry forward with you Yeah, I think just learning the ropes of the Cup Series is what Darian has helped me with. Um, He's helped me understand uh, feedback, communication, understanding how to handle each person within the team, and uh, we've grown a lot. So I look forward to working with him the rest of this year, and I feel like Darian brings a lot of intelligence, and he has such an engineering mindset uh, that he's able to uh, bring a lot to us. What's been the most challenging part of the on-track competition for you this year? Uh, probably just going to the different racetracks. Um, I've been to most of the racetracks, but I'm going there for for probably the second time, whether I went there in Xfinity one time or two times. And so I get a chance to go to different racetracks, but also the competition is very tough. So I feel like the combina- combination of those two things is, is very challenging, but um, it's still just a race car. Uh, it, it still takes the same things to be competitive and go fast. You know, when I watched you come up through the truck series, and the Xfinity series, for that matter, you you learned your ropes, as you say, a little bit in the early part of the season. And then about halfway, there was a, seemed like a light bulb that came on and you took off like a rocket to the end of the year. Mm-hmm. With the Cup Series, everybody is, you know, a notch above the same way as people say college to pro sports. But what has been the thing that has encouraged you the most and kept you off the emotional roller coaster of the Mm -hmm. highs and lows in that situation yeah I think having good teammates I think having a great team owner that has confidence in you uh, Mr. Hendrick has given me everything every you know opportunity to succeed and especially with this opportunity next year so um, he doesn't put much pressure on me when it comes to this rookie year and performing but I know that that we both want to perform really well so um, I think when you have people that have confidence in you you avoid the ups and downs of of a difficult season what's been the one moment you'd like to have back this year (laughs) Um, I like to have a, a couple mistakes back. I think about um, Charlotte, the Coca-Cola 600. We uh, we got in an early crash, and um, we, the car was was really free, and I just I knew that, and I just um, didn't didn't really adjust for that as well as I should have. So um, that's a long race. I would have liked to to be able to run every lap of that race and understand it better. Um, but but when I really look at that mistake and and then some of the other things, I would I would take those back. But I also learned a lot from it. When you move into the, the 2019 season, of course, we're going to see a completely different rules package than we've seen. It's going to be like what we saw in the All-Star race, but with about 150 more horsepower. How did you enjoy the time you had with that? Because you drove that in the Xfinity Series, I believe, at Indy, mm-hmm. right? But when yeah, they I were did. first bringing it in, yeah. how, how do you think that's going to translate to the Cup Series? And are you looking forward to it? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I feel like it's going to translate well. Uh, it's, a, it's a new challenge for everyone. Hopefully I can adapt a little bit quicker than, than the other guys, but I feel like everyone that is always competitive are still going to be competitive, and you're going to have to race the same guys for the win. So I look forward to that challenge, and um, I think it's going to be a, a new thing that, that fans are going to enjoy seeing. That's William Byron and our Woody Kane. Coming up on NASCAR Live, we'll have our social media minute. We'll hear from Adam Stevens, and we'll preview the new podcast on MRN.com 
called The Many Hats of Jack Roush. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend $20 or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com slash rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Things happen fast in racing, and if you don't know where to look, you can miss it all. With Legend from Racing Electronics, you'll never miss another moment. Legend gives you live fan vision video, in-car cameras, and stats at NASCAR and other Premier Series events. And the next-generation race scanner for unfiltered driver and crew audio at any motorsports event nationwide. NASCAR fans have never been closer to the action. Welcome to the future of the fan experience. Learn more by visiting RacingElectronics.com. We've got three days of action coming your way from Kansas. This weekend, our coverage from Kansas Speedway kicks off with Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series practice, 2 p.m. Eastern on Friday afternoon. You can hear that at MRN.com. Later in the day, we'll also have pole qualifying for the Cup cars, 7 p.m. Eastern time. Again, that's on Friday night. Then Saturday, we'll have two Cup practice sessions, one at 10.30 a.m. Eastern and the other at 1 p.m. Eastern. MRN.com, your destination for those. We'll also follow the NASCAR Xfinity Series and the Kansas Lottery 300, Motor Racing Network airtime 2.30 p.m. Eastern. And then on Sunday, we're back for the Hollywood Casino 400. Check us out, 1.30 p.m. Eastern time. Kyle Busch's crew chief, Adam Stevens, is coming up next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We continue along on this week's NASCAR Live. Kim Kuhn joins us now with the latest in social media news. Kim, what do you have? Yeah, Mike, I've been keeping my finger on the post-Talladega social media pulse, and Stuart Haas Racing has been posting some adorable photos from Victory Lane at Talladega. Eric Almarola took on the checkered flag. Although it was his second Cup Series victory of his career, it was his first win as an SHR driver and his whole family was there to celebrate his wife Janice and his little boy Alex and then his daughter Abby and of all the photos that Stuart Haas Racing posted on their Twitter account I loved this one of Eric being interviewed in Victory Lane and then behind them you see Alex and Abby with drinks and they are just dousing Eric and the, the kind of the caption that Stuart Huss Racing put was, thought you might need a cool down, Dad. So congratulations to Eric and his entire family. What a cute celebration they had. I had another tweet, too, I wanted to share. Kurt Busch obviously lost the race to his teammate Eric Almarola. He ran out of gas. And when he got home after the race, his neighbors left him a little present on the front porch. You can go to at Kurt Busch on Twitter and see the photo of a gas can with a little note that says, Kurt, we thought you could use this. Love your neighbors. And Kurt just posted it with the comment, when neighbors keep it too real. But he did use laughing emoji faces. So he has a good sense of humor. I can't say that about everybody, especially after losing a race. Remember, though, we are headed to Kansas Speedway this weekend. It's the final race of the round of 12 in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series, so we will be eliminating four more drivers. So be sure to follow everything at MRN Radio on Twitter and use that hashtag, AskMRN. Thank you, Kimmy. As you mentioned, we're going to Kansas this weekend for four more drivers. It's the end of the road of the 2018 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series Championship Campaign. 
Adam Stevens went to victory lane with Kyle Busch two years ago at Kansas, so he knows the secrets to going fast there. Well, Kansas, it just seems like it changes a little bit every time we go back. You know, they have hard winters there and hot summers, and the pavement seems to move around. There's lots of paving seams. Uh, in the last few years, the grooves really opened up. You know, a bunch of us just tested there recently, and I was shocked that by the end of the first day, we were all rim riding right up, right up against the wall. So uh, we haven't really seen a race like that out there before, um, but I think we will this time around. Any differences when the race was so late uh, when we were there in May versus this time it'll be more in the daytime? Sure. You know, the, the, the higher the track tip is, it seems like the more the grooves open up. The guys are slipping and sliding and putting rubber down in other places, and it, it makes you move around the racetrack more. Tires-wise, strategy-wise, are there any particular cards extra or less that you have to play there than you would at another track? No, not really. It seems like the further and further we get away from the date that it was repaved, the more and more tires matter. So I think uh, you see the cautions fly, you're going to see guys want to bolt four tires on. That's Kyle Busch's crew chief, Adam Stevens. Kyle Busch sits 46 points above the cut line heading into this weekend's Hollywood Casino 400. If you haven't had a chance to check out our new podcast series on MRN.com, do so the next time you're at your computer. It's called MRN Presents The Many Hats of Jack Roush. This week's show is about the struggles of recent years and looking towards the future. I, I couldn't be more excited about 2010. I've learned from 2009 when I thought was going to be a slam dunk to come back and dominate the mile and a half tracks and, and to be in contention for the championship again. And, uh, and we just missed it. The tension so thick here at Homestead, Miami Speedway, you can cut it with a knife. We pushed him to the end, man. That's all I got. I mean, that is, uh, that's as hard as I can drive. So I think it's really important to give Tony the credit. I got to thank my teammates. I couldn't have done it without Matt and Greg, Carl. They've really helped me a lot over my career. And I feel like we should have done this 100 races ago. And, uh, the newest driver in the JGR lineup uh, going into 2013, Matt Kenseth. It's obviously all about winning races and try to win championships. If you look at, at the way that we are accustomed to running and the things that we do, that we're not where we need to be. We're on a cycle right now that's on its way back up. Uh, you know, Greg's had his two top five finishes, uh, fifth and second uh, so far this year. This is the moment our race car driver lives for, leading the field at Talladega Super Speedway with big names behind him, Ricky Stenhouse Jr. in that position. When I left for that five-year period, I think that was, that strained the relationship a lot. Even though the uh, results haven't justified the effort, uh, we've had more speed in our cars, and we've got uh, a direction that's going to be clear that'll make uh, better race cars and better racing for our fans and going forward. That's all from this week's podcast series. MRN presents the many hats of Jack Roush. You can download it for free at MRN.com and on iTunes. Still to come on NASCAR Live, we'll explore the new aero package for 2019, and later we'll go face-to-face -face with Alex Bowman. I'm not blooming good, I'm blooming great. Put a shrimp on the barbie and sizzle my steak. Woo, I want that onion to bloom, and it get in my senses like sonic boom. No rules, just right. So cold, so nice, and I'm so, 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 so ready for that Outback Steak tonight. Outback Steakhouse, that's what it's all about. Outback Steakhouse. Driver safety is the number one priority in racing. It's also the number one priority in trucking. The Detroit Assurance suite of safety systems helps to protect drivers, their trucks, and other motorists by helping to mitigate the severity of collisions. Active brake assist, adaptive cruise control, and lane departure warning, all bringing a new level of safety and protection to the road. 
Don't just want better business solutions, demand them. Learn more at demanddetroit.com. We will explain the 2019 aerodynamic package next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thanks for hanging out with us this week on NASCAR Live. Earlier this month, NASCAR announced that a brand new aerodynamic package will be used in the upcoming 2019 Cup Series season. Woody Kane caught up with NASCAR Executive Vice President and Chief Racing Development Officer Steve O'Donnell and chatted about the changes. It's going to be new for everybody. You mentioned all new rules. I mean, these doggone cars have got a lot more downforce than ever and a lot less engine. This is something NASCAR and the racetrack is trying to see if it works. So, Steve, tell me the idea behind the number of races that you guys chose to bring this new package out because there was the all-star race then talks about maybe some more races then that was held off until what you've announced now yeah i think the goal ultimately was to try to get to one aero package and when we looked at that that wasn't only for uh for next year but i think as we looked at uh long term for the sport it was the right move i think for not only nascar but for the owners uh, as well so uh, we ran all the simulation and felt like we we're in a good place with the oems as well so made the decision to, to go with the number of races we did and what fans are immediately going to compare this to is what we saw at the all-star package but understand this is a little different can you explain how yeah it is i think we we've learned every time we've, we've put this race package out there and particularly around the all-star race uh, one of the things we heard from the drivers uh, was, you know, the, the, the you know being on throttle time and, and, and the horsepower. So we made a move to, to 550 horsepower. I think that matches up well with the aero package that we have and it'll put on an even better race. And that compares with the all-star package horsepower-wise how? So an extra 150 horsepower in terms of what was added to this package as we head into 2019. And compared to the 750 or so that we have right now-ish. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, two, yeah. 200, uh, 200 less, um, but matches up again to, you know, kind of how we match that up with the aerodynamics that'll be part of this package in terms of the spoiler and splitter. And there's also the change that Daytona 500 is going to stay exactly the same as we saw in 2018. But after that, even the super speedways are going to change and we'll have tapered spacers at different tracks. Why the smaller spacer at some tracks and no air ducts versus air ducts and the different spacer at some other tracks? What was the determining factor there? Yeah, I think if you start with the Daytona 500, that was really uh, in talking to the engine builders, um, you know, having that inventory already in place. A lot of work had already been done towards the Daytona 500, so wanted to leave that alone and really prepare for Talladega with a tapered spacer. So it allows us to have that common package throughout. Um, I think fans will still see the great side-by-side -side racing that they're used to at, at Talladega and Daytona once we get through uh, the Daytona 500 as well. Testosterone rich move by Joey Logano. That was I think there's a lot of unknowns. We don't know uh, how it's going to be yet, but I think there's a lot of uh, opportunity for it to be better as well. Um, you know, I think, you know, the halfway test that we've kind of had is um, the all-star race and, and what we've seen in the Xfinity series so far uh, with a package that's close to it. And um, you know, your foot's in the gas pipe a lot more, but at the same time, you know, you're able to, uh, you know, make a lot of moves and um, with the draft and change a lot of different lines. And, um, you know, the all-star race was a lot of fun, um, you know, but obviously that's an all-star race. So I think we have to have a little asterisk next to it and say, what? It was the all-star race and everyone's racing for, you know, all or nothing and have that attitude. But I think at the same time, this package, uh, you know, 
it, it's at a lot of racetracks, I think it will be better. And at some racetracks, it may be similar to where we're at. So I have to just kind of wait and see. All of a sudden, we're talking about Jimmy Johnson. I've, I've driven a lot of cars over the years and a lot of generations of cars. And we've had, you know, in some opinions, minds too much, others not enough. Um, I don't know what next year will look like ultimately. That's something we're all gonna have to learn together as, as a group. Um, I think there's been a couple great races that have shown that that package puts on a great show. And I think we'd be naive to think that it's just gonna be awesome everywhere. But there's a big attempt being made to improve the quality of racing and I support making our sport stronger. Um, that's, that's where I stand on it. And uh, at the end of the day, they're still passing out a trophy and I like trophies. So I'll make whatever work. 23 year old Ryan Blaney will score. I think it's good, you know, they, they adjusted it from the all-star package. Honestly, I thought the all-star package was too slow. Um, so it's nice they added some horsepower back um, to the mile and a half. So then, you know, a lot more uh, will stay the same at, uh, at the short tracks and, uh, and road courses. So that's nice, but um, We'll see. You know, I I thought the All-Star package was was had some bright spots in it, and I thought they could make some improvements to uh, some things, and I think they did that. So, and I feel like the racing will be better than we even saw at the All-Star race because teams can have more time with the cars and, and understand them more, and, and NASCAR can test them and and uh, all sorts of things. So, um, no, we'll just see how it goes. Um, I think it's going to be fine. You know, you you just you don't. Uh, you don't bash anything. I, I think it's. I think it's going to be fine. So, I'm excited to to see what it's like um, if we can get a couple tests here in the off season, which I'm sure there'll be, and then the first race um, with that package that doesn't have the ducks in them, but uh, is Atlanta. So, we'll see. Uh, see what comes of it. But I'm I'm all for it. Uh, whatever they can do to make. I know we talked uh, about it a lot in the driver council deal, and and the RTA has been a part of it. And um, I feel like we all kind of came to a conclusion and. Uh, that's what they went with, and you know I'm behind, I'm behind it 100%. So we'll see how it does. Here comes Kyle Larson now, working off turn number four. It's probably going to hurt me more because now it's going to make it easier for other people to be able to run the top. You know, I kind of think back to like 2014 um, when we had the big, big spoiler, and uh, at Homestead, you know, where nowadays I'm like the only person that can run the wall. But then I remember I, I'd get stuck, you know, 10th place or something just because everybody could run the wall. And we had about, you know, we, we had a, a tall spoiler then, and we're going to have an even taller one, I think, this year or next year. So I think it takes a little bit of my advantage away at tracks like that, but um, our cars are also a lot better than they were back then, too, so it might be different. These changes do not go into effect for the Daytona 500, but they will go into effect for the second race of the season at Atlanta and points beyond. It's going to be interesting to see what we get from this new aero package. Coming up next on NASCAR Live, we'll go face-to-face -face with Alex Bowman, and later we'll preview this weekend's Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend 20 bucks or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. 
The roar of motorcycles takes over Daytona International Speedway, October 18th through the 21st, with the return of Biketoberfest. Racing action features top riders from CCS and ASRA as they take on Daytona's challenging 3.51 mile road course. Stroll through the area's largest motorcycle marketplace and enjoy Saturday's Hot Leathers Fashion Show and Bikini Contest in Harley-Davidson Thunder Alley. Marketplace admission and parking are free. For race tickets, call 1-800-PIT-SHOP or visit DaytonaInternationalSpeedway.com. We go face-to-face with Alex Bowman next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Getting ready to head for the exits here on NASCAR Live. We appreciate you joining us on this week's show. Over the weekend, Kim Kuhn had a chance to sit down and chat with Hendrick Motorsports driver Alex Bowman about his first appearance in the Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series playoffs and a whole lot more. It's this week's NASCAR Live face-to-face interview. What's been the most stressful part of the playoffs for you personally? The Roval was was the most stressful. Just being a cutoff race and not having a lot of confidence in myself as a, a road course racer and going to a road course and uh, being right there on the edge. That was a stressful day, but uh, we were able to make it happen, so it was good. Hendrick Motorsports had a bit of news this past week, some shakeups. obviously Jimmy Johnson getting a new crew chief in Kevin Meandering, Chad going over to William. I know that doesn't affect you necessarily, but are there anything, any ways that it actually does affect your team on the competition side? Yeah, I think Darian moving into the role he's moving into um, will definitely affect um affect the competition i think he's a great asset for the team and um i think he'll be great doing that and um you know having chad with with william will be interesting to watch and jimmy having a new crew chief will be exciting to watch as well so um you know hopefully uh it helps all four cars you know there's obviously a lot of shuffling going around there but um for us we're uh keeping the 88 the same and kind of doing our thing so does it have the effect of kind of freshening things up across the organization maybe giving everybody a little pep in their step maybe um <laughs> you know it, it's it's kind of hard for for me because there's not a lot of change from from where i sit so um that's it's really a lot of the same for me but the competition meetings it'll just be chad speaking as a, a different crew chief and kevin obviously coming on board will be cool so you know it's it's just a little different I think from where I sit, um, it's not going to change a ton, but uh, it'll be interesting to see. You know, we've, we've made a lot of progress over the course of this year, and hopefully this is just uh, more of that progress. I saw on social media where Hendrick had a throwback luncheon this past week, and you sported a Tim Richmond fire suit. Is that something you guys do regularly? Was it a special occasion? Yeah, so that was the, the Papa Joe Hendrick throwback luncheon. The first one that I've been a part of, I don't know if it's a regular thing or not, <laughs> as far as year to year, but they first gave me uh, like um, like the Nationwide Darlington throwback jacket from, I don't know, two or three years ago when, when Dale drove the car. And I was like, all right, I appreciate it being Nationwide. Obviously, Nationwide's on your side, so you got to have Nationwide. <laughs> but um, I was like, do we have anything, like, do we have like a Tim Richmond shirt or something? And they're like, no, we don't have anything. And I was like, well, what about a fire suit? And they're like, well, we can go look. So we went and found a Tim Richmond fire suit. And uh, and a hat, and that thing was worn out. It was faded, a uh, little crunchy. It was <laughs> probably not washed. Not comfortable at all. Didn't smell that great. 
um, and did not fit. I'm a little chubbier than he was apparently. <laughs> I struggled to stand up straight in it, but um, no, it was uh, it was cool. I was gonna ask, did you get to pick it? So you obviously answered that question. Where did you find it? Did they have this big vault of like throwback fire suits, or did you? Because I know they have some in like framed glass cases. Did you come with like a hammer and? Knock it out exactly of the case. What yeah. I, did. I just walked up to a shadow box and broke it in half, <laughs> and uh, and put it on and ran to That'd be pretty uh, cool. ran with it. Yeah, I don't. I wasn't there to. I was down in a meeting when they found it, so I don't know exactly where it came from. I hope somebody blew apart a shadow box to, to get it out. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. You're a car guy, and I know you've got a pinks race coming up against boss Rick Hendrick. What's the story behind that? Oh. I'm going to lose my car is the story behind that. We, um, we're we both car guys, and we get to trash talking each other, and we both have Corvettes that make over a 1,000 horsepower, and um, his is a little more of a race car, whereas mine's a little more of a street car, but we just kind of got to bickering back and forth one day and decided we we're going to race for pinks. So his car doesn't run, um, and I drive mine almost every day. So it's uh, it's a little interesting because I've shown up to the shop with it and be, been like, all right, let's go to Z-Max, let's race right now, and he won't do it because his car <laughs> isn't running. But um, when his car does run, it's probably going to smoke me, and uh, I'm going to lose a car over it. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if that race ever does or doesn't happen because we've been putting it off for quite a while now. Was well, it in writing? Is it a gentleman's handshake, just an understanding? It's in, it, it's a it's a handshake. It's not okay. in writing, but, you know, we're... I'm sure, like, we're going to get to the track and his lane is going to be, like, fully prepped and as sticky <laughs> as it gets and mine's going to have baby powder on it or something. So, you know, I'm fighting an uphill battle to try to win that thing. So it'll be uh, it'll be interesting. What other car projects do you have going on or maybe in the works or hoping to have in the works? Yeah, so I have um, kind of like a daily driver Cadillac CTSV that that we're building right now. It's about done. Um, just need to tie up a few odds and ends on it. Should make little under 800 horsepower um it's a really really nice car and then always got my chili bowl stuff going on so getting ready to go to turkey night with the midget trucks actually got to leave before we go to homestead so that uh that's a little bit of stress right now we're way behind of where we need to be on those cars so lots of late nights i don't do the hard fab side of it but uh the rest of it i i do myself so lots of 4 a.m nights in, in my shop working on that stuff but uh we're getting close, and I really enjoy that uh, that type of racing. It's a lot of fun to do throughout the winter. My favorite thing to do when I check your social media is to look for pictures of your dogs, Finn and Roscoe. What kind of personalities do they have? Roscoe has this really uh, intriguing personality um, called an asshole. <laughs> um, he is he is a handful. He's a rescue. I don't really know what his story is. I got him when he was pretty young, and. He was really good for a couple years, and then he kind of just decided to lose his mind and um, hates new dogs, is all over the place when he's not at home. At home, he's a pretty good dog, but you, he, he leaves the house and he loses his mind. He starts whining and barks at everything, and um, he's he's an at-home dog. And then I have Finn, who's like the sweetest, like doesn't care, like dopey, super nice dog <laughs> ever. And he can go anywhere. He loves dogs. He goes to dog bars, he comes to the racetrack, he'll go wherever. So they're like polar opposites um, and they love each other and get along great. Roscoe has like a total of three dogs that he can be around <laughs> without trying to kill. And it's funny because he's really sweet at home and my girlfriend never believed me about how Roscoe is around new dogs until she took him to, to her house without asking me. 
and he like got at another dog at her house so yeah he stays at home he's on lockdown at almost <laughs> all times he's a danger to himself but um you know just a, a little bit of a psychotic dog so no chance you'll add more pups to the squad because i'm it's my it's my personal dream to just have like a farm with like 20 dogs if i was home more i definitely would and i have the room for it um everywhere except in bed because they sleep in bed with me and Finn weighs 85 pounds and thinks he weighs five pounds and literally will just lay on top of you and crush you. Um, and then Roscoe like lays sideways and stretches out as far as he can. So pretty much have to curl up into a little ball and have zero room in bed. But um, no, I would love to have more dogs. It's tough with Roscoe. But I mean, he was like that when I got Finn and somehow I got the two of them getting along. So it, it could happen, um, but not, uh, not at this point. Looking ahead to Kansas, is that a track you feel comfortable with? And how do you feel about it being the cutoff race for this round? I really like Kansas. I've won two ARCA races there and run pretty strong there in the cup car here and there. So I'm looking forward to getting there. Um, you know, that the place has widened out quite a bit over the years, even though it's a, a kind of fresh repave. Um, it's widened out much more quickly than like Michigan has that was paved around the same time. So. I'm looking forward to it. Our mile and a half programs come a long way, and I think we can be really strong. It's definitely going to take a win or a miracle to, to point our way into uh, to the next round, but um, you know, we I think we can get the job done. Everybody kind of thinks that Kansas is just this like docile race, especially compared to Dover, which was the first race of this round, and then obviously Talladega, the second race, a wild card. But the last few years, if you remember the playoffs, it, it, it seemed to get crazy in Kansas do you feel like the intensity is going to amp up for it I mean it's a playoff race so the intensity is going to amp up for sure um, it's a, a racetrack that's typically a, a pretty clean race but it's gotten harder to pass there as the grooves moved up and you just run the fence it, it gets hard to uh, to clear guys so it's uh, it's a pretty exciting round I wish we weren't in the situation that we're in, but uh, we'll try to overcome it. And finally, if the season stopped right now, would you consider it a success for you and your team? No, we haven't won a race. Um, it's the biggest thing. I just want to win races. It's uh, it's really frustrating to me to be to have been as close as we have been a couple of times now, and we've had really good cars that we haven't been able to capitalize on here and there. And just uh, I'd sleep a little better at night if we could get some wins. That's Alex Bowman as he talked with our Kim Kuhn over the weekend. His game plan for this weekend in Kansas is simple. Win or get ushered aside. He sits in the 12th place of 12 drivers. He is 68 points back. Coming up next, we've got our AutoZone commercial free zone brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone. AutoZone. At AutoZone, helping you get more done is what we do best. Like with the AutoZone Rewards Program, you'll earn a $20 reward every time you spend 20 bucks or more five times. It's just one more way to get more done. Getting your engine in top shape starts with getting your oil and filters changed regularly. So come right now to AutoZone and take advantage of our great deals on oil change specials. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. See terms at AutoZone.com rewards. Restrictions and details in store. Get in the zone, AutoZone. And now, a page from the Diary of Flo. Dear Diary, the ghost is back. 
This house is protected through Progressive, but that doesn't mean it's not haunted. How else would you explain that radiator-like clanking sound? Or the moon-colored light in the hallway that's gone by morning? Maybe he never bundled home an auto, and he's doomed to suffer an eternity without the savings. Save an average of 17% on car insurance when you bundle home an auto through Progressive. <gasps> what was that wind-like sound? Oh, right, the wind. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. Still to come, we'll preview this weekend's Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. But first, let's go back in time for this week in NASCAR history. 1962 is where we will begin this week. Four seasons are number one with Sherry. Johnny Carson is in his first month of hosting The Tonight Show. The Cuban Missile Crisis began after U2 photos revealed Soviet missiles in Cuba. And NASCAR was at Charlotte Motor Speedway. Junior Johnson won by two laps in the National 400. And the checkered flag is out. Junior Johnson has won himself the National 400 today. Fireball Roberts will be in second. Freddie Lorenzen in third. Yeah. Move forward to 1988. U2 is number one with Desire. Comedy sitcom Roseanne debuted on ABC. The Los Angeles Dodgers won the World Series against the Oakland A's. And NASCAR was racing at North Wilkesboro Speedway. Rusty Wallace and Jeff Bodine had a heated battle to the finish of the Holly Farms 400. One more lap around as Jeff Bodine is right in behind Rusty Wallace. Wallace's car nearly spins. Bodine has the opening to the inside. It's a battle in the backstretch. Side by side. The edge, though, to Bodine as they come into turn number three. Bodine has the lead. Now he goes sideways. Tapped by Rusty Wallace. They're side by side. I tell you what, we saw it at Bristol. When it breaks out, it's an epidemic. Elliott comes off the corner, totally hung out. Wheels smoking on that car. Checkered flag is out. Rusty Wallace will win the Holly Farms 400. And we end this week in 2000. Three Doors Down has the number one song with Kryptonite. On HBO, Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm debuted, and NASCAR was at Talladega. It was one of the biggest comebacks in NASCAR history as Dale Earnhardt won the Winston 500. It would be his final victory. Decision time at Talladega as Dale Earnhardt tries to do it again. But here comes Kenny Wallace looking to the outside lane. Earnhardt blocks him going into three. Three-car race for the win. Kenny Wallace looking for that breakthrough victory. Earnhardt trying to block him high and low. Nobody jumping out of line. Here come the leaders off the corner. It's going to be a three-way battle for the win. They'll come by the Ted Musgrave car with Earnhardt leading. Here they come into the trioval. Kenny Wallace, one final shot at Dale Earnhardt. Behind him, the whole pack steaming for the finish line. Dale Earnhardt wins it. Earnhardt wins the Winston 500. And those are just some of the events of this week in NASCAR history. Before we put a wrap on this week's show, Susie Armstrong is here with a preview of this weekend's Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas. Thank you, Mike. The Monster Energy NASCAR Cup Series teams wrap up the playoffs round of 12 this week as they migrate back to the Midwest for the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. Locked into the round of eight, courtesy of his dramatic win at Talladega Super Speedway, Eric Almarola hopes to ride the momentum this weekend and nab the checkers in Kansas. Even though I broke my back there, I, I, I remember in 2012 showing up there in October and dominating the beginning part of that race until I blew a right front. Um, and that was the first time in my career in the Cup Series um, at Kansas that 
I had led any it really laps to, to speak of and, and to, to be running up front. And so from that point forward, I've always enjoyed Kansas and, and been excited about going to that racetrack. Guaranteed a slot in the next playoff round. Chase Elliott likes his chances to score a second top five on the mile and a half oval. Going back to places that we raced at once already this year is probably the big one, I guess, and, and having some history there from, from a spring race to look at, at the fall race upcoming. So we got to test Kansas, which I thought was a good thing. I'd say that's probably the biggest thing is, is kind of being able to look back and how you ran that first race and see whether or not you've improved since, you know, since its respective date. Positioned just above the playoff cut line, Defending race winner Martin Truex Jr. needs another good Kansas finish this Sunday, meaning stay out of trouble. Kansas is just um, a fast track with, with a lot of options groove-wise, and we can you know, spread out and run all over, and that, that has potential to cause problems. Um, I think that's kind of what we've seen there in the past is you know, we've seen some pretty big wrecks on restarts uh, because of the fact that you can run basically three wide maybe even four if, if you can find a hole to get in. The green flies over the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway this Sunday afternoon, just after 2.30 p.m. Eastern. Live coverage on the Motor Racing Network begins at 1.30. For this week's NASCAR Live Race Preview, I'm Susie Armstrong. Thank you, Susie. It's going to be intense at Kansas. Kansas has a reputation of being a wild card race, and for four, it's going to be done for them. Four drivers ushered aside out of championship contention. This has been the AutoZone Commercial Free Zone, brought to you by AutoZone. Does your check engine light have you guessing? AutoZone's free fix finder service can help you find a solution so you can do more. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Folks, thanks so much for joining us this week, and we'd like to thank Tyler Reddick for stopping by. Also, our thanks go to William Byron, Adam Stevens, Alex Bowman, Steve O'Donnell. For the rest of the MRN crew, I'm Mike Bagley. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll talk to you next week right here on NASCAR Live. So long, everyone. NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina and Daytona Beach, Florida. And was brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Today's broadcast was produced by Rich Colbert. Remember to visit MRN.com to get all of the latest NASCAR news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. The coronavirus is creating chaos around the globe, which could destabilize the U.S. economy in the months to come. That is a devastating risk if you are heavy in stocks with no safeguard. Wise investors know to hedge against stock market collapse by investing in gold and precious metals. Noble Gold can help you protect your retirement with gold and silver IRAs. Whether you're a new collector of rare coins or a seasoned investor looking to diversify your portfolio, Noble Gold can help. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com to learn more. That's Noble Gold Investments dot com.